What is the smell that you love so much that you wanted in a candle? Zach Efron. Oh, hey. 651-641-1071. You just love that smell so much you want a candle that smells like it. Bradley wants a Zach Efron candle. What did that smell like? Sweat and musk? Hot. Um, the reason I'm asking, thanks you know, for oh, asking. Oh, why are you asking? I'm sorry, I was sidetracked. It's fine. You Zach were Efron candle. in the in the midst of Zach. Um, is because IKEA is releasing a meatball candle. <laughs> People oh, love Swedish them. IKEA meatball? Swedish meatballs. Okay, I mean, I love their meatballs, uh, but I don't know that I want to huff them. You don't want to huff their bowls. Yep. Okay, their meatballs. <laughs> their meatballs. Um. I mean, again, I love them, but uh, do you want to smell? I mean, I would yeah. do a lingonberry candle. Oh, yeah, I would actually right? do that. Um, this is, you know, this is totally a gimmick. They're doing, you can, if you are super excited about uh, their meatball candles, you can start entering to get one of them on August 6th. So that's today. Okay. On the IKEA 10 Years of Family webpage, it's a sweepstakes. You could win one of the, uh, you know, it's a limited edition candle if you're so interested. I mean, you know, for Ikea lovers, I'm sure this is fun. But it got me thinking, right? Like, there are a lot of smells I like. Uh, Do I want a candle that smells like meatballs? No. No. But do I want a candle that smells like gasoline? Maybe. I love the smell of gasoline. You're weird. That's weird. I think that's a normal smell to like. I do. I think there's something that just kind of... Normal? Yeah. I mean, it smells kind of good. You don't think so? Gasoline? Yeah, like the smell of the gas station. Poison. It smells like, I don't know. That's weird. Anyway, I mean, you know. It smells like cars. Everybody's got their thing. Uh, 651-641-1071. I don't try to, you know, I don't try to hang there often or for long, but but when I get there, I'm happy about it. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. What is the smell you like so much you'd like it in a candle? Let's go to Tina. Hello, Tina. Tina, what's that smell you love that you want in a candle? Orange groves. When I was living out in California and you'd go on the motorcycle through the orange groves, it's the best smell in the world. Ooh, that, that does, does sound delicious. I will tell you, and by the way, thank you, Tina. Thanks, Tina. I will tell you that Bradley Trainer, when Bradley eats an orange... Mm. And you take that peel off. You rub it. Oh, yeah. You rub it on your neck. Yeah, like no, you rub free, it on your body. It's like you know, like some ladies take those free samples from oh, the yeah. magazines and like rub it all up. And Donna Valentine does that. Does she? Yeah. Um, I think it's Donna. Anyway. Anyway, somebody here. I'm pretty sure it's Donna. Donna, if you're listening, that sounds like a Donna thing to do. Love you, Donna. That's like my magazine because it's it's nature's fragrance. It is nature's. Fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it because it smells real good, and then you get good. to like, carry I love it around on you. Citrus smell. Yeah, I love like I always put lime and lemon zest in stuff, mm. much to my partner's dismay because he's not a huge citrus person, and I just oh, love citrus smell. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the smell you love so much you'd take it in a candle? <laughs> Let's go to Bridget. Hi, Bridget. What smell do you love that you would take a candle of? So I just was at a memorial service in a Catholic church today, and I smelled the incense that they use for all the celebrations, holy things, and Christmas even. And 
I think it might be frankincense and myrrh, but it just has this delicious, deep, kind of holy, beautiful smell that Mm. I just really love. I love that. Um, Bridget, I totally get that. Um, that that's such a great smell. Yeah, Thank you for, for your sure. call. Thanks, Bridget. Um, by the way, uh, the most prevalent ingredient in the uh, incense in the Roman Catholic Church is uh, frankincense. Okay. However, there are other f- fragrances usually mixed in with that. So I think that the thing that you're liking the huff of, the nose of, so to speak, is the frankincense. Mm. Bradley, what smell do you want a candle besides Zac Efron? Oh, if it wasn't Zac Efron, well, here's what I know that I don't want. Well, actually, I know what I want. I, okay. But they have this candle, so that's pointless. I want, like, pine. I just, oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with forest smell. Yeah. We, uh, oh, we, are we out of that lotion? I totally didn't stay on top of our No, I think it's still in there. Lotion. But we just never go in that room anymore. Okay. After the plague. True. This is true. So so we, I think you brought in at one point. I got it because we did an event, a live event oh, yeah. at a holiday Christmas pop-up place. place. Yeah. And it's, everybody knows the brand. And Times I, Limited. Times Limited does a pine scented mm-hmm. lotion. Lotion. Yep. And I am obsessed with that. And then we all became obsessed with it. And then we just kept buying bottles. I and think you got a it, bottle. Yeah, we use it year round. It's not just a Christmas experience for us. It is such a good smell. It's such a fresh smell. It brings you to good spaces. Yes, it does. Uh, let's go to Teresa. Teresa's on the line. Hi, Hi Teresa. Teresa. What is the smell you love so much you want it in a candle? All right. This may be weird, but either exhaust. Or skunk. Oh, my God, Teresa. You know what, Teresa? I don't love the smell of skunk, but I understand the love of the smell of skunk. What? Why? Why, Teresa? Why? Um, Well, the exhaust is from snowmobiling and motorcycling. Mm. And then um, skunk, I don't know. I just always love. Okay. Oh, we lost her. I'm sorry, we. I lost think she her. was in like a bird sanctuary or yeah, something. Like I could really hear a nice. lot of birds. Maybe that's why skunk. Maybe there's just a lot of skunk around her. I just like I don't like I said I don't like the smell of skunk, but I understand the the like of the smell of skunk because I think that there is it's not a like unless you're right up next to it it's not it doesn't like assault your nose. I don't. I just don't like that smell. It makes mm. me think of those scratch and sniff candles. Yeah. Or scratch and sniff stickers. Yep. Oh, that one was a bad one, too. When you got skunk, that one wasn't good. Let's go to Sean. Hello, Sean. What is the smell you like so much you'd put it in a candle? The smell, I agree with you, Colleen. I think the smell of gasoline is absolutely wonderful. I love it. As a child, when my dad would put the pump into the car and he'd go inside to Mm -hmm. pay, I would get out of the car and stand there with my nose as it was going and sniffing, and I got caught and hollered at every time. I love it. To this day, I still love the smell of gasoline. So I didn't want you to think you were alone. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to know I have a friend. Takes all kinds, as Um, my grandma used to say. I just, you know, it's not like, again, it's not like, yeah. It's just, it's a pleasant sort of smell. It reminds me of freedom. Um, What? (laughs) It reminds you of freedom? Yeah, because like, don't you remember when you got your first vehicle and you were responsible for gassing that sucker up and you were like, I 
I guess that's I am. Just, I know. have a car, and I have yeah, to power like, Man, it. Man, this is my freedom. Yeah, it just smells like like a little bit dirty and gritty, and like I just I like it. It's a good. It's all a good right, smell. Right. Let's go to Colleen. Colleen is on the line. Hello, Colleen. Oh, you know what? We're gonna. Oh, Colleen. Hi, Colleen. What is the smell that you think is so great that you would put it in a candle, Colleen? I would be a combination of Old Spice and brewing coffee. It's a comfort smell. Like together, Old Spice and coffee? Yep, brewing coffee, though, not just a cup of coffee, like a percolating pot of coffee. Oh, I like that. That is a different smell. Thank you. Thank you for that. But that combined with Old Spice, that one I didn't I didn't see coming. The Old Ar- Spice? Armpits and brewing coffee. Yeah. Well, you know? you know. I mean, hopefully it doesn't smell like armpits, which is why you wear the old spice. This is true. This is true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, by the way, thank you, everybody, for your answers. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Bradley is going to uh, take us to school. We are going to do a course on the J-Lo effect. Yes. With Professor Trainer after Mm -hmm. this on My Talk 1071. Everybody, take your seats. Um, Professor Bradley Trainer is approaching the classroom on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. I was told there was not going to be any homework. Well, there better not be, but we're all going to learn a little something about the J-Lo effect. Yeah, so I read this article that our good friend Holly Roberts shared with us, and it's honestly, it's kind of, well, I don't want to say dumb, but it's kind of just like a thing. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> But it's it's so obvious what they talk about. And honestly, I think it is worth a chat. So it's all about the concept of the J-Lo effect. Now, this is in the New York Times. So I got real excited because I was like, ooh, we're going to go deep in some what is the J-Lo effect. Right? And really, again, it, it, it didn't give me what I thought I was getting. But what it did give me uh, is something I think we can talk about. So here's the thing. Apparently, you remember this Chriselle Staus person? Okay, yeah. So she is from Selling Sunset. She recently divorced Justin Hartley from um, This Is Us. And now she's dating some guy from the show. And she was just tooling around in in Italy, just like J-Lo was. She is dating a guy named Jason Oppenheim, who apparently with his twin brother, Brett, owns the high-end brokerage where she is an Mm -hmm. agent from Selling Sunset, I guess. Yep. I don't know. These are all words that I read courtesy of the New York Times. And she posted a photo of herself in Italy recently, as was Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Right. She posted, Chriselle Staus, that is, with Jason Oppenheim and captured it or captioned it. The J-Lo effect. Shrug emoji. Hinting presumably at her, mm-hmm. you know, the similarity of her experience, mm-hmm. you know, right. sort of attaching herself to J-Lo. Right. Like, Which is, mm, could not J-Lo be effect. more lofty so then, for a person. <laughs> so then Sarah Barr from the New York Times does a thing. And actually, I think Sarah Barr would be great on our show. Like, she does what we do. She mm-hmm. kind of goes deep in the shallow. Like, what's the J-Lo effect? And I thought maybe this was going to be like a scientific thing. It turns out what it really is, is it really just depends on who's saying it in terms of, and that I guess guess is so obvious, right? But who's saying the J-Lo effect and depending on who's saying it can help you understand what that actually means. Mm -hmm. So in one way, the J-Lo effect is truly, well, is applied to a woman, Mm -hmm. the more concrete example of the J-Lo effect is applied to a woman of status 
whose man, like the man that is attached to her, mm-hmm. gets sort of a glow up from his attachment uh, to the J-Lo. the J-Lo person, right? The J-Lo icon. Yeah. So Ben Affleck is the receiver of the J-Lo effect. Okay. He got the glow up. Yeah. And you hear people like, talk about Ben Affleck's glow up with J-Lo, right? He's basking in the rays of her sunshine. And there is the, apparently this legitimate thing, and I forget, it's called like mate, mate, oh gosh, I, you know, mate copying is the official sort of terminology for this. And mate copying can be seen in both animals and humans. And according to a relationship therapist in Manhattan, quote, the idea is that he the man, Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck, Mm -hmm. must have a lot to offer in order to be dating someone who is such a catch. So Ben Affleck, by nature of being close to Jennifer Lopez or being perceived as her partner, becomes instantly more desirable because of who he's with. Right. Not because of who he is, but because of who he's with. So that's the J-Lo effect in that context of the phenomenon. Um, And so this is something that isn't just applied to JLo, you can then apply that to, you know, Chriselle Staus, although they, they go through and they actually break down how Chriselle Staus kind of used this incorrectly according to this definition. Yeah. Because it doesn't quite work with her. So how does how do we think she meant it? I think, and what is expressed in this article is that the other way the JLo effect is expressed is just you know, this like fabulous lifestyle, like this person, like JLo herself, who, who like sort of does everything on point. And if you look at the way JLo is portrayed in the media, she's like age defying, Mm -hmm. hyper successful. Yep. Always looks, you know, on point has something witty to say is always like on the edge of whatever's trending. Mm -hmm. Like, she is like, hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, I don't want to say 
perfection. No, but but is a representation of perfection. That's how it's presented. Exactly. And so, of course, she's going to be on a yacht in Capri. Of course, she's going to be looking fabulous. So I think that's probably the context that Chriselle Staus was trying to use. Like, I'm getting this glow up just by nature of you know, referencing my proximity to J-Lo. Like, yeah, rubbing my body all over the same like place that j was. I'm yeah. in Capri, I get the J-Lo effect, right? I would like to write a companion article to this, yes. like a counterpoint yes. called yes. The J-Lo Problem, oh. which is exactly what this. you just described, which is that the presentation of J-Lo is completely, and this is by design, completely unattainable by the average person, right? When you actually take a step back and think about JLo's life, this is a person who allegedly works constantly, but also apparently has time for glamorous relaxation with her boyfriend, who she's also super hot and heavy with. And if you read the headlines, they're like amping up the relationship headed toward marriage, blah, blah, blah. Right. So this is a person, but she's a parent. She works hard. She's a multi bajillionaire. She's sought after. She's uh, got time to work out and keep her body in top form. Yeah. She eats fantastic she's all the things. She's everything. Yeah. And that is the, what is problematic about that is that that is completely, not it's not real. It is yeah. completely unachievable. Yeah. But the presentation of it is such that it will make a person feel like, oh, I have to be able to do that. And oh, yeah. it, you can't. It creates an unattainable expectation, right? Right. And I guess it's working for her. Because, it works for her. Yes. But by definition, it only works for her. And that's, I guess, I like, I, I feel like, Unless I feel like it's lonely to be J-Lo. Oh, God. I, I do. Okay, why? Because I don't think there's anybody who can touch her. In that area, meaning she has to look so perfect. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I think that applies unnatural expectations on her. Like, I think she's living a normal life like normal people do. It's the representation of her. Right. But then I'm what I, I guess what I'm saying is then because that's the rep- public res- representation of her. How easy is it then for people to approach her? Because what is understood about JLo is that she's a certain way. And, and the then, public, it's a wonderful yeah. way to keep the public away from you. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I think she's probably got incredible relationships with her children. She probably has incredible relationships with half a dozen people we've never met before. Because, again, what J-Lo, this is not about J-Lo as a person. Right. This is about the public presentation in, of J-Lo. In my estimation, the J-Lo effect has very much to do with the presentation of who J-Lo is as a celebrity. Which is very, because that's the whole thing for me about celebrity the reason that she can be this person as a celebrity is because she controls the narrative right like she controls what everybody thinks about her because she's the one controlling the presentation of her it's not like you're seeing her like walk around with toilet paper on her shoe which, totally which we all do see. we all do yeah you know that jlo has like boogers Yes. But you're never going to see a booger on a J-Lo. No. Right? J-Lo's got, like, she her pits probably smell on occasion mm-hmm. when she forgets deodorant. But, like, that's never, she would never say that. Yeah. 
it is not going to be hinted at. Like, that is just like, but that exists. It has to. Right? Because she, as all celebrities do now that are very successful, like Jennifer Aniston is another perfect example of this. Like, she just, what we see of Jennifer Aniston is so far removed from who she actually is as a person because she controls all of her media. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to oversell it. No, but it's true. We'll never truly know them. Now that is sad. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Yes, class adjourned. We are moving on to CSI Academy. Crazy, stupid idiots coming at you after this on My Talk 1071. Here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And right now we are everything crazy, stupid idiots. Dum, dum. Dum, dum. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over again, oftentimes in the stand. Lord, I sometimes other places like like where florida oh look at that yes in fact i want to take you to stock island florida specifically ocean's edge resort and marina on stock island a tourist destination where one tourist spent the night in jail after something happened and of course it's the something happened that earned him crazy stupid idiot status now let me just set the scene for you colleen he was uh, the person we're talking about is 45-year-old James Williams from Port St. Lucie. Okay. Um, he was at the resort uh, that I mentioned with a man and two women. One of the women passed out, and Williams did something. That was pretty weird. That's the that's the thing that led to the crazy, stupid idiots, but we got to get the thing before we get to the other thing so let's start with the thing he did a thing to the woman uh oh the woman who passed out mm-hmm. um oh he did like a weekend at bernie's style tango with her naked okay sure no i like where you're going there because she was unconscious right so, so he very... like just picked her up and well, performed a tango but he was naked he picked her up but he put her in something a dumpster a wheelbarrow. Oh. And he wheeled her back to her room, which I guess there's a certain logic there, right? Like Wait, you can't drunk carry person her. can't carry, shove him in a wheelbarrow. The only problem is um, he dumped her from the wheelbarrow after he got back to the hotel and did something else to her. So he's like, uh. wheel, 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 dump. And then he did something else. <laughs> um. He sat on her. No, he didn't sit on her. He poured beer on her. Um, I know. I don't. I don't understand why either. I didn't. She already smell enough like alcohol. Apparently, so he poured some beer on her, and that's when things got weird. That I mean, they were weird already. Right. I was already in weird. The space. other man in the foursome intervened and was like, dude, that is inappropriate. She's unconscious. Don't pour beer on her. And also, why are you wheeling her around in a wheelbarrow? And then a fight broke out between all four of them. So, drunk, unconscious lady... Wait, she woke up and got in on the fight? (laughs) 
and it's like like zombie style. <laughs> they all start fighting with each other. Mr. Williams, now remember, he is our crazy stupid idiot. Yeah. So you imagine he must have proceeded to do something even weirder. To right, because it was already weird. Because they're all four fighting, yeah. pew pew, right? Williams allegedly shoved both women to the ground and tried choking the other man. So he got like, I don't know, like like incredible hulky and just like started battling all of them as they're trying to battle him because he had... Were bath salts involved? Right? No, there were no bath salts. But he did do something familiar to people who eat bath salts. He chewed somebody's face? Close. Yeah. Actually, right there on the person's face, he bit his friend's ear off. Shoot it. All right, Mike Tyson. Off his head. Ooh, nope. He was arrested, charged with battery, strangulation, oh. two additional counts of battery, and is being held on $80,000 bond, much more than the cost of your average vacation in the Florida Keys. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing. I, what I'm about to say, I know it sounds weird. I understand biting. I understand what a bite feels like, right? Like, I understand a bite. Okay. The strength of a bite. I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, like, I understand like a small bite on a human. Okay. I feel like we're learning a lot about it. No, you right now. I just am like, like I'm comfortable up to the point no, of a bite. We all get that. But if you drop but one. You, but what I'm trying to say is you really got to like chomp down and tear in order oh. to get a body part in yeah. your mouth. And he did. And that's some aggression. And also, I'm not quite sure why. Oh, wait. Alcohol. Yeah. That's why. The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. And none of them at the same time. <sighs> Uh, we are going to Ontario next. Ontario. Canada. Um, Ontario, London, Canada. Oh, yeah. London, Ontario. London, Ontario. I was going to say. Canada. I think that's in reverse because there's a London. Yeah. But there's also an Ontario. Here's the thing that happened uh, last Friday, a week ago today. Uh, London police were called to an address... Uh, for a male that had been struck by a car. Oh, no. I know. That's Concerning, terrible. right? Yeah. Um, he did actually need to seek medical care. Okay. Good. He is going to be okay. Okay, good. Good to know. Somebody did hit him, though. And uh, when the person who hit him was contacted and asked why did he hit this person, by the way, purposely struck a male with his vehicle, causing the victim to be thrown a number of meters and sustain a gash to the back of his head. It's a good thing he didn't die. Right? It turned out this 38-year-old man who ran into the other guy had what he believed to be a very good reason why he hit this guy with his car. He thought the guy was a demon from the underworld? No. Uh, That the guy was a zombie? Well, I do want to just throw this on the table for consideration. Okay. It doesn't make any of this okay. But what the other, both of the people in the story are crazy, stupid idiots. Okay. Okay. One of them, the guy who was hit, did something that made him a crazy, stupid idiot. Did he like, and then it was one upped by the guy who felt like he was a victim of that person. Did he like lunge at him? No. Did he threaten him? No. Did he poop on him? Close. Peed on him? Peed on something of that man's leg his lawn apparently While he was in the car Wait, no I don't get why How, where's this the car coming? The, this guy had uh, had been repeatedly urinating in the yard of the perpetrator the driver the of the vehicle <laughs> the perpetrator 
Wait, somebody yep. was peeing on his lawn. What a dumb thing. Why would you do that? Exactly. That's Don't what I'm trying to say. The man he ran over had reportedly been peeing on his front lawn. So he'd gotten uh, and he got off, mad. if you will. Yeah, exactly. He, he was PO'd, yes. as we would say. And he got real mad about it. And he hunted this guy down and took him out with his car. Again, like I said, this is like two wrongs don't make a right. Right? Yeah, like, but that's, yeah, that's a, I can understand like raging in the moment when you see somebody wee-weeing on, although I would be more like, I'm just confused. Do you yeah, need why help? you gotta be on my lawn all Please the time? Please don't, because it's probably going to create little yellow circles in my lawn and I don't want to have to deal with that. But other than that, I think I might just call, I don't know, the pee police or something. The police. The police. <laughs> Better than calling the police. Okay. Um... So, but I don't know that I would then jump in my vehicle and yeah. drive Run the, guy the man down. down. I do. I do have a, a follow up question that will not be answered. I may never know the answer to this, and I just have to be okay with it. I feel like there's more to the story. I feel like the peer was peeing there for a reason. Well, yeah, that sounds like a behavior where right. like the guy doesn't trim his hedges or yeah. like always leaves his you know garbage can two inches on his property or some dumb thing because. You know, people of a certain age, we get real particular mm-hmm. about stuff. So on I our feel like property. there's more to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But okay. uh, suffice it to say, don't we'll pee on people's lawns. Don't. Yeah, that's just a no-brainer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What do you got next? I want to go to Denver. Okay. And I want to tell you, I love Denver. It is beautiful. Yeah, there. no, it's got mountains. It's got the whole nine yards, right? Mm-hmm. You do have to boil water longer because of the altitude. Yeah, 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 it's true. And I think you have to add more liquid you, to your brownies. And yeah, you have to bake things or at, a bake different, them at a different yeah. temperature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Investigators are trying to. We're trying rather. Were because they solved this, but it's oh, good. it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Just because they solved it doesn't mean they understand what actually happened. But there was a series of crimes in Boulder County that kept um, including a very um, weird signature. So, you know, like sometimes criminals leave their mark. Like a little calling card of some sort. Yeah. And they were small discoveries every time uh, they were recovering stolen property or executing search warrants in this string of robberies. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now... The thing that makes this crazy stupidity is not so much what they left behind, but we'll get to that. So if I were to say, like, what's the weird calling card of this crime spree? Mm-hmm. Poo? No, but I like okay. where you're going. Oh, okay. Something that poos was left behind. Uh, A dog? No, close. Okay. I mean, not really close because oh, okay. this doesn't actually exist, but. A dragon. Closer. It's a mythical creature? Yeah. A unicorn? Yes. They say that um, the criminals in this case had an affection for unicorns and left unicorns. Okay, don't say affection for unicorns. I feel like they did something to the unicorns. I'm just saying. What do you mean they did something? Like defiled the unicorn? No, no, no. No, like they liked unicorns. Like, you know how like your friend in high school, like, you know, Melissa Mm -hmm. loved dolphins. Yeah. And so she had dolphin everything. And and tattooed it on her ankle when she was 18. Dumb dolphin present for Mm -hmm. her birthday because otherwise she would cry. Yeah. And so you're like, fine, I'll give you this dumb dolphin That hit really close to home for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, didn't everybody have a friend who was obsessed with dolphins or frogs? Or pandas or some? I had a cow friend. Okay, she likes cows. <laughs> I had a 
cow. Friend. I didn't call her a cow. Her name was Elsie. Um, <laughs> oh, no, move so move over. I get it. Um, utterly despicable. <laughs> Thank you. So no, they were stealing cars. You're trying to milk it, aren't you? Come on, come Thank on. Now, we they were stealing cars. So they were stealing cars. Uh huh. They were stealing cars and swiped packages from homes throughout Boulder County. Mm. But they would leave unicorns behind. And they didn't just leave any unicorns behind. And this is what makes them crazy, stupid idiots. Not that they left unicorns behind, Mm -hmm. but that they left unicorns behind. What I mean by that is not that they just left something behind, but that they left something so specific. Because when the time came that they figured out that these two were attached to the unicorns or that they had a thing for unicorns, they were like, oh, Okay, so now we can prove right. that you were also involved in all these other crimes, right. you idiot, because you left your calling card at every single other place. Why would you do that? You're so dumb. You know, like like serial killers you hear, but they're like, they like want to be found or whatever. And right. I don't know, that's like a creepy podcast right. we don't have time to listen to. But you're right. just stealing stuff. Yeah. So Why? now you're going to get in big trouble because you were just going to be in trouble because they figured out one of them. But then you got yourself in more trouble because you left all those damn unicorns and now you're in trouble for 30. Yeah, exactly. Guys, think that all the way through. Yeah. Also, look at these unicorns. They were like some well, big. That's the other unicorns. thing. And they're kind of like, like, I don't know, they're unique. statues. Yeah. Well, again, don't you like think nice that you would keepsake. be like, hey, there's probably four places that make this giant unicorn. Right. Yeah. Also, I mean, how much do they spend on those? I just have a lot of questions. Yeah. I don't have any answers. Well, fine. When we come back, we hope we'll have answers to a little game we're going to play. It's called The Throwback. Live! We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.